0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter Sanders. I am Jupiter Sanders, and tonight I have, I'm very excited, I have Oz back again for, uh, what is this now, your 3 Pete. This is great.
1: Yes, I am like a bad penny.
0: <laughs> he is the sound editor for Without a Net and for Resting Glitchface. He is also Philip Wiesel in the Without a Net Call of Cthulhu series, so thank you again for coming back.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: I have Omnicolor, the creator, GM, sound engineer, marketing manager, website master, all of it for Burning Edge, a new actual play podcast of Shadowrun 5th edition set in St. Louis. He's also a player in Blood, Gold, and Chrome where he plays Armand. I didn't name him.
2: (laughs) Arnand.
0: Arnand. Arnand. See, it's a terrible name. Arnand. And finally, we have his grand eminence, Bamps, the Almighty, creator of Shadow Walking, the AP podcast without of net, and a player in the complex action actual play. You will remember him as Leroy. Welcome.
3: I am so glad that you took my sarcastic answer earlier for truth.
0: I was telling somebody that I asked you how you wanted to be introduced. You gave me your smartest answer. And I said, he's really kidding himself if he doesn't think I'll do it.
3: I knew that you were going to do it. And I've <laughs> never been more proud.
0: Thank you. <laughs> so uh, tonight we're going to talk about player left turns. And we'll, we'll define player left turns as when you're at table as a GM. When you're a table goes in a completely different direction than anything you could have predicted, and they just totally throw you for a loop. Now, the three of you have all GM'd for me. I think combined, you guys have GM'd thousands of games, of sessions, at the very least of sessions, but I'm going to go games. You're wonderful GMs because you tolerate me. And so I thought all of you could discuss what it's like from the GM side when these players make these decisions and maybe kind of tell us as a GM, how do you handle that? But also I know all of you are players. You're very creative players. You're fantastic players. Two of you have mentored me on how to become a better player. So I know you guys can also speak to being a player and wanting to make those decisions. Cause I know all of you have made them fair to say
4: yes <laughs> no i play a perfect
2: game I never, I never do left turns
0: perfect... <gasps> wow. we're
2: just trying to
3: feel out the, the interactions uh, I would also like to put forth the idea that renaming the episode into not left turns but players just being players
2: because it's what they do
0: uh, the episode has not been named that is a working title that I give you I never give my actual name when I record the episode
2: yeah players gotta play
0: players got to play. Yeah, hate the
3: player <laughs> not the game. Wait. There you go. Can't well, you we're me? not
0: we're not ideating working titles tonight. Player left I turns.
2: Player left turns just took this on a left turn and we're ideating. <laughs> I know we're
0: ideating. Thank you. So, player left turns. Let's let's get into some I want to hear some stories. I love you guys are great story tellers. You're all GMs. Let's hear your as a GM the most surprising the best, the the one that threw you for the biggest loop. Uh, we'll go top to bottom. Bamps.
3: So for a little context with this story, it's not that big of a left turn, but where it came out of was impressive and and memorable, I guess is what we'll say. I was talking with the Suze one night. She had been invited to a friend's backyard bonfire dealio. Food, drinks, you know. We went. Good times. Then, like a week or two later, that friend was talking to her, invited her to do something else, and was like, hey, uh, do you want to do this thing? And she was like, let me ask BAMS, because it was like, do, do you have a podcast thing? And her friend texted back, was like, podcast thing? What do you mean? This is when we were recording Shadowrun. And she responds back saying, it's kind of like Dungeons & Dragons. The friend texts back, I would love to play Dungeons and Dragons. So we start this little D&D game, right? We play for three sessions. We do the Delian Tomb, a a most potent brew, and then we move on to the Cult of the Reptile God. is a classic, like uh, old school game, old school scenario that got updated to more modern stuff. If you look around for it, it involves a cult. One of the players. Was Dragonborn had never played before. This is like literally their fourth session. They're infiltrating their hideout. The guy goes, they fail the stealth roll. The guards are like, "Who are you? What are you doing here?" And the dude goes, "I've received a religious vision." And it's like, "All right then, you, uh, you're a giant lizard man, and there are a cult worshipping lizards, and you're telling them you have a religious vision. Pretty sure you just became like their new messiah." And then it just completely flipped the whole thing from be a uh, a stealth oriented sneak into the dungeon, take out the cultists to like more of a social thing where now he's he's lying to them obviously. But it was such a quick thing for somebody who had never played before. It was great, and I loved it. And uh, we still try to play on the semi regular, but being adults is terrible.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, so. Keep that story in mind. We're going to get back to that. Omnicolor?
2: It's hard to pick one left turn, because, or I guess one time where my players surprise me. Uh, I've pretty much given up expecting them to go in any form of coherent narrative arc. Everything is just kind of spur of the moment, them trying to do whatever it is that they think might be funny and or entertaining. In uh, one of my games, which you may recognize, They're uh, It's a Shadowrun game. They're on their way to meet a Johnson. Basically, every Shadowrun game, you get called by a Johnson, you go meet the Johnson, he gives you a job, and then you go do the job, and usually there's something weird that happens during the job. This particular team, on the way to the Johnson, decided that street racing would be a good way to blow off a little bit of steam. But you can't just let them, I mean, street race. That's not particularly exciting. So you have to throw in some, you know, maybe some cops, maybe a lot of roles. And uh, it took uh, took a good, what, session and a half to finally get to meeting the Johnson through No Fault of mine. And I had all of this (laughs) stuff planned for meeting the Johnson. And instead, I'm learning how to do crash rules in Shadowrun. And
0: (laughs) Yes, I I do remember that one. And also, please keep that in mind, because that's going to lead to a question I'd like to explore. Sure. Us, I know you're going to bring it home on the best story ever.
1: Uh, I don't know. Most of my left turns are as a player, but I do recall one uh, in particular, because I, I sit here thinking of which one I wanted to tell, and this is when I was GMing as H.R. Geiger counter for a Aliens game over Halloween and the the game itself is it's the pre-made it was the ship of the gods uh, module that comes with the starter box and i just made all my assignments and of course in this game um spoilers if you haven't played it uh one player is a secret android so we've we've gone into the, the secret cylon uh portion of the game early and i uh I wanted to see what, what they would do with it. And so of course, jupe I, I rolled at the uh, random and, and Jup was playing ended up um, being my, my secret Cylon.
3: I still don't believe you on that.
1: Wow. I, it, it utterly was like I had, it was between, I think Jupe, Chuck and you vamps. You were, mm. you were my big three because the other two, the captain didn't make sense. And the, uh, the court and Mike guy. didn't make sense, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I digress. Anyway, so mm-hmm. the left turn was we get into act two, and everybody's on board the ship. The first ship has been blown up. They got the cargo shuttle onto the uh onto the research ship, and gloriously, the party just immediately splits. Like they're like a shuriken, except every point is now like a mile away from each other. <laughs> and Part of the of what needed to be done was somebody needed to go on a spacewalk to go fix the antenna, in order to be able to send a message out. And so, out of nowhere, Jupe's like, "Oh, I'm going to volunteer for that." And Cookie, who's running the captain, like, you know, psyched about it. She's standing guard at the door as as Jupe, the pilot, goes out and does a spacewalk, and she says, "Yeah." And then you know, I'm I'm walking towards the thing, and I go out of sight of the window of the of the airlock. And then five seconds later, I get a message saying, I'm I'm walking along the hull to the hangar bay, and I'm going to steal the shuttle and fly away. I'm like, oh, well, shit. OK, so there's three acts to this game, and I'm about to blow this whole thing in act two, because their escape route is about to leave. And long story short, that's exactly what happened, is six hours in, we're like, OK, well, there was an act three, but I can't do anything with it now because you're all dead. Because, like, the first left turn was pilot steals the shuttle and flies away because she's the secret Cylon. Right after that, our company agent finds the other escape uh, escape pod, loads it up with all the stuff they're supposed to destroy in Act 3, and he escapes too. So there's nothing left on this ship. And then the other two get the air conditioning working and send these black spores all through the ship so now everybody's infected. And so it's just turned into a ship of ghosts within like 20 minutes. That's that's my favorite one.
0: I want you to keep that uh, in your brain, because that's also going to lead to a question, that story. So what what I just heard, though, was player left turns span all RPGs, because it's not the game that promotes it. It's actually the pe- the players, the people that promote this. And since people play games, that's why we have left turns. But do you you think some players, and Omnicolor, we're going to go to your game. Do you think some players do left turns for the sake of a left turn? Just because, hey, I know my GM wants me to do this. Screw him. I'm doing something else. Not very in an aggressive way, but just in a, ha, I'm going to show him. I'm going to go this way.
2: So I've, I've got two players in that same table that kind of do those things. One of them is a manipulation mage and likes to torture innocent bartenders to see me squirm.
1: Nice. Okay. I, I follow you here. I'm interested.
2: <laughs> and <laughs> the other one is more of a uh, a world arsonist and kind of just wants to throw a wrench into any finely laid plan.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know Bams was
2: playing on this.
0: No, he's not. <laughs>
2: I am targeted and wounded, sir. Maybe a little personally attacked. No, I I do see some uh, some of Bamps in Jeff. Um.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Jeff is truly Jean Baptiste. The the Jeff is the player that plays Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste is a creative, wonderful role player, whose life's mission is to derail a session.
2: So, his character <laughs> is very focused on protecting machines, and he will derail all of the plot lines that are about people if he can save a machine. and he he's acting one hundred percent in character. Just his character is uh, unorthodox in mm-hmm. you know he's not interested in getting paid. He's not interested in saving the world. He's not interested in any of the RPG stuff that people do. He's interested in saving machines. So if you heard a machine, he will go after you. and He's, he's also
0: an, interested in buffet lines, fast food joints. He's
2: a, he's a character, that's for sure. <laughs> he's a
0: character. So what, a, what about those players that are at a table as GMs, all three of you, where you just have this player, doesn't matter what the session is, every single session, this player, and I'm not calling out Jeff or, or anything, I'm just saying you have this hypothetical player. Every session that you attend or he attends, they derail. They take, they always instigate a left turn. And it kind of leads to, you know, maybe things aren't getting done because of it. What do you do as a GM with that? Especially if you're a new GM. Do you do anything?
3: Uh, you talk to them like an adult. Fuck that. That <laughs> sounds like work. <laughs> That's the number one answer to any problem with RPGs is have you talked to them like an adult?
0: Okay.
1: Mm Counterpoint. None of us act like adults. That that
0: doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're playing games, right? Yeah. But is it a bad thing? Is it a, so is it a bad thing? At what point does it become detrimental to the group? At what point can it kill a group?
3: that is highly dependent upon everybody involved because for example i could be thinking this is a beer and pretzels kind of game Mm -hmm. and everybody else but me wants to do some serious in-depth character role play with all of the drama and the various other associated things -hmm. that come with that and if you guys never had a sit down and a conversation about it you know who knows maybe they could come around or knock it off maybe they don't actually want that kind of game and hopefully they'll realize it and find a way to see themselves out of the game Hmm. themselves
0: okay so you're saying that it really comes down to the type of game how everybody else feels about it and if it's if it's a um a square peg in a in a round hole kind of situation then square peg should Probably leave
3: if they have the mental and emotional f- maturity to recognize that this isn't the thing for you, then yes. it's think of it like when you have a job that you don't like mm-hmm. and you end up leaving
4: uh-huh.
3: or you know you're in a relationship and you want different things, and suddenly you're, you know, you're breaking up or mutually deciding to see other people and that kind of deal
0: okay all right so as um in your instance where juke decided to do something in the second act that derailed the game and pretty much put a kibosh on a third act and you're producing because this was for a podcast recording you're producing a podcast were you angry or upset or like you know like fucking hell, what did you just do? You just blew our third act out of the water here. Is there yes. any resentment towards a player when they do such things? Especially yes. when it's for a podcast and, and entertainment.
3: Okay. Well, oh, that's specifically towards you, I guess.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, you are not named Oz. You can just sit down over there. <laughs> uh, for the Alien game, specifically. So, yes, it was for a podcast. So, I had... I had to to think of uh, time constraints because we were looking to basically release an episode on this one shot, and most other people who have podcasted this particular box set are typically able to get it done within three to four hours. That's what they suspect. Hmm. We are not that kind of people. Hmm. We could take a full twelve hours on that thing and turn it into a mini series. So having that six hour hard cap, I'm fine with it. you you basically cut it to the end. Um, and saved me three hours. I, I hold no resentment. I was entertained the whole time, because when it happened, and you know you, the secret Cylon gets away, and the captain is sitting there, and she's like, "Where's, where's my friend? What's going on?" And then goes back to look at the cameras to see, you know, where, where is my friend? And then I say, "It's like you don't see any evidence of the pilot." You don't even see any evidence that the cargo shuttle is in the cargo bay, and that second where it goes from "Oh God, I'm so alone" to "I'm so fucking pissed right now," like that was that was gold. It's podcasting gold. I loved it.
0: If I remember correctly, Cookie's character suspected me of something, and because I think Bance's character was filling her heads with filling her head with lies. And yes. I wow. had you? to convince my friend that I got your back. You know, sisters for life. Let me go do the spacewalk and prove it to you. I felt awful because she fell for it. <laughs> and I went and did that.
3: I don't right. think you feel awful about it anymore, though.
1: <laughs> so in, in this in this case, for this game, I feel that the left turn steered it in the direction I wanted it to go anyway. And mm-hmm. as a GM, and I know this is going to answer a question later on, left turns are great when the GM starts to expect them, because then they can twist the narrative to make sure that turn fits into it.
0: Okay, so let's go back to Bamps and his game where the player came up. Now, you were running, You you, you described a, a classic module that has been updated. Mm-hmm. And this player went. And took a left turn, and I'm pretty sure that module was not geared for that left turn.
3: Oh, this is a. I'm actually going to Google it real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the Cult of the Reptile God is an old, 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 you old You are module. now,
0: because you've done this, you, we now have to have a link for that to share with everybody listening, so. Uh, remind me. Drive through RPG. I will, sir. I will do that.
3: Uh, it was originally published in December of 1982. Mm hmm. Um, this was back in ye olden days of like <laughs> magic users and when they would put all of the details for all of the houses of all of the people in the city or the little town because they were under the assumption that at night the thief or the rogue was going to sneak into people's houses and rob them blind because why wouldn't you?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So things like, hey, what if your players want to Pretend to be members of the cult, not even close to the realm of possibility.
0: And and so as a GM, if you're running a module, what do you what do you do? Your player just took a left turn, you can flip all the pages you want in that module, you're not gonna find an answer.
3: Oh, you just do whatever comes naturally. You you say improvise. I've, improvise. I've yes. gotta to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, no, you, this go, is good. you go to the toilet, you pull out your phone. <laughs> and you start Googling for ideas or you ask one of the discords that one of the many, many discords that exists for mm-hmm. whatever game it is that you're playing
0: for assistance. On, on, oh no, they just did this. Yeah. yeah. There's okay.
3: You are a person, you are fallible. You can make all kinds of mistakes. There is no, there's nothing wrong with telling your players, Hey, uh, I need a minute. <laughs>
0: My goodness, I love that all the advice about being an adult is coming from BAMS. He's our one adult. So I mean, happy. I'm definitely not. No, yeah. no, no. We're all drinking. Um,
1: I have to work early in the morning. I might be too. <laughs> See, that's why he's the adult. He's got to get up early. He's our oh, designated, designated podcaster. <laughs>
0: designated podcaster. So, I'm, again, we, I, I think I've, I've heard this is a common trend and maybe a full discussion on another episode that GMs need to really have good improbability because some left turns come out of nowhere. I have always said you.
4: that
3: it is a muscle. And mm-hmm. like all muscles, it needs to be exercised or it will get soft and flabby. That's deep. Glad I could uh, enlighten you today.
0: Let me ask you this, my, my GMs. As it as a GM, when you're putting together a game, you kind of, you know, if you've been with your table for a while, you kinda can predict most things they'll do, and then, <laughs> or, or you'll at least predict. I know, I know, JB is gonna take a left turn here. I have
2: no clue what's going so, on. So yeah, in so
0: or you can at least predict they're gonna give me a left turn. Who knows what's gonna happen? Well, let's go the other way. What if you're at? What if you're a GM at a table and your players never ever. Ever take a left turn? They do. Oh, not I, I have of a unexpected. table that
4: is
2: totally like that. Um, Ooh. so I was trying to play a a table and I was running some of the basically what, um, what the uh Shadowrun Origins group did, playing some of the old. Um, so we were doing mm-hmm. uh Harlequin and one of the other ones, Bottle Demon, I think, and I was kind of switching back and forth between them, but the players all they wanted to do was go to a bar and interact with my bartender in (laughs) PC. And we would have literally hours of just them talking to each other in character and talking to me as this ridiculous bartender that I was playing. And if at the end of the day, like they were entertained. I mean, who am I to say that that's the wrong way to play? It seems kind of goofy to me, but so eventually, you kind of hey, um, are we? Do we actually want to play a role playing game here, or are we playing bar simulation? Like, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what we're doing here.
0: So, but what if what if you did set up and and that you have a table that you put the hook out there to go to the meet? They go to the meet. They you know obediently do their leg work, and and they never like they never throw a surprise out. They never put a twist in. They do they like follow a book. Have you guys ever had a table that just did everything by the book and never took a left turn? Oh,
1: yes. Absolutely.
0: Omni? Bams. I just want to see if they have, and then we'll go Oh. The story. Just a yes, no. Have you had that?
3: No, because I don't do work.
0: Okay. So, Oz, you've had a table that did everything by the book and never took a left turn.
1: I've had many tables who did everything by the book and never took a left turn.
0: Is it enjoyable? Are the left turns better? Do they make for better play?
1: The left turns make for when when I see them, when they do the left turn, I'm like, OK, here's 30% of a job. Like, I'll, we'll, we'll use Shadowrun, because Shadowrun is easy. We've all played it here. We've all GMed it here. Mm-hmm. So we've got the core gameplay loop is meet, legwork, run, betrayal, or payout and in the legwork phase somebody will throw out you know th- they're throwing out this is this is what i want to try and find on this place I'm like okay great and if they don't do a left turn then chances are they're going to get bogged down in analysis paralysis and that is just a normal thing of of shadow running Mm-hmm. So when somebody does throw a left turn in, it means I can immediately cut off a four hour chunk of legwork because now they've found this one golden thing and I shake the keys to make it very enticing. But because it's very looking very good, I'm gonna go ahead and give them, you know, an, an easy way into to doing the execution. But a lot of a lot of tables I ran on the runner hub, mm-hmm. I would say a solid ninety-five percent of them would never step out of that it was always decker is going to go hack the thing street sam is going to stand there rigor is going to run the drones magician person is going to astrally perceive and they didn't try and do anything else mm-hmm. and everything they'd point at i'm like all right i'm just going to tweak this so they've got then they, they've got the information for whatever they're going to do and then it's just a cookie cutter we go in we do the thing we get paid It's almost like they weren't really interested in playing a role, just rolling the dice in order to finish Mm. the job.
0: So is there a sweet spot then somewhere between that kind of play and for argument's sake, Jeff and his JB kind of play? Yes. What's, what's the sweet spot?
1: So I, as a GM will always reward out of the box thinking. So, I'll, I'll tell another story and BAMPS will enjoy this one. I (laughs) presented a job and BAMPS was on this job. There was an office building in a Mitsuhama zero zone, which means, you know, you get caught, you're fucked. It's, it's instant mission over, roll new characters. And the job was to get that building completely evacuated for three to five days because of some other nefarious thing that was going on. And I think it was basically the person who was hiring them wanted them to shut the building down for a couple of days so that they'd have time to finish their marketing campaign on their own stuff. And so I'm expecting, all right, they're gonna try and sneak in. they're gonna try and, um, you know, make the building sag so it's got some some sort of issues with it or they're gonna hack the power grid. And instead, the left turn is, Oh, I'm going to pick up the phone and we're going to find the water main that runs to this, this building. And then we're going to drill a hole in that. We're going to pour some really foul smelling chemical in the upstream and make it smell like all of the toilets are backing up. And then I'm like, okay, well, they'll get that fixed in a day. What's your next step? And Bams goes, I'm going to find the shittiest contractors in Seattle and I'm going to pay them to work even shittier. And then we're going to hack the registrar in order to make sure that these shitty contractors are going to automatically win this bid. They didn't step foot on that zero zone. They got the job completely done, and there was absolutely zero risk of danger to themselves. That was a fantastic run, big rewards.
3: (laughs) I want to throw a little bit more uh, background onto that. So that was when we were doing our runner hub like corporate war thing where we had different GMs taking charge of certain other, other like corporations and facilities and things that were going around and they would draw up security plans and that kind of stuff. So we drove by this place. Somebody rolled a bajillion successes on their, uh, on their perception check, just to get an idea on the place and spotted fly spies that would follow cars from when they come in to wherever they park and like spy on them and stuff. And it's like, well, that's great. We're never going to step foot on the property line. So I'll just take that entire thing, ball it up, throw it in the trash.
1: There was, there was another half of that question that you asked is, you know, mm-hmm. when is it too much? Yeah. And it is it that gets to the the JB scale, right? Where it's like, okay, well, you have this job. I don't give a fuck about the job. I'm going to go do this thing that is uh, I guess in L5R terms, it's it's your ninjo, it's your, your, your <laughs> inner desire. You follow that at the expense of Giri, or the job you're supposed to be fucking doing. And if you consistently go for that, and your role is integral to actually finishing the job, then that just kind of, it throws a wrench in the whole thing. And, you know, my example for that would be the Geyer story. One might
3: ask if you are so into, say, robots or drones or whatever it is, why are you a Shatter Runner And why are you
1: sitting at this table? That is a great question.
0: So Babes, with yours being the module in the left turn, did you find that what they did made for a, did it advance the story? Did it make for a better story? Did it lead to something different? better than what was initially thought to have been planned or how you may have perceived how they would have gone?
3: All of my aspects in that were irrelevant because the player came up with a very good and very appropriate idea Mm -hmm. and we went forward with it. So I could have had all of these plans and I could have had all of this prepped, which I didn't, but it would have ruined the player's experience if I just shut it down for no good reason.
0: And there I'm was not saying no shut reason. it down, but do you think that choice, that player made this choice, do you think it advanced the game and made it, took it to a new level, a better level? Do you think it improved the game? Or do you think it was just mere, merely one of the many paths that could have been taken?
3: Um, I would say that it is probably, it probably improved the game for the players from a player level. Because mm-hmm. everybody was, was new. And he came in with a left a left turn, a left field solution to a problem, and it worked. So now everybody sees that they can try some more outlandish things and and make it work out. In one of the Shadow Walking games, one of the players was kind of frustrated in a combat encounter on a freeway because like the target was in a flipped over car and you know, there was no other guys around that he couldn't really see anything. And it's like, well, hold on, let's time out here. What is it you want to do? Because it sounds like you're being constrained by mechanics and your troll teammate there just picked up a motorcycle and hit somebody with it. Like, what are you trying to do here? Let's, let's find something to make it work.
2: Which I still don't know if I answered your question.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you did. It's, it's a BAMS answer and I'm good with it.
2: But taking a left turn can also go horribly off the rails. Uh, I had a table trying to do another shadow run where they were supposed to break into a corporate office building and steal something from whatever floor. Mm
4: -hmm. Simple,
2: very standard. Mm -hmm. And rather than get the floor plans and find an ingress route and maybe like figure out how to get up the side of the building or land a helicopter on top, they figured the best way to do it was to get jobs. And I thought, okay, cool. They're going to like go through the orientation and when they show up, get their little name badge, they've got access to the building and they're gonna springboard off of that to complete the objective. No, no, they had no time limit on this job. So they were actually planning on like working their way up the hierarchy. So we actually went through like new hire orientation and it like, again, I, I, I just kept waiting for one of them to take that step forward. Like, okay, I do not care about, you know, corporate uh, I, I don't care about the corporate 401k let's uh let's go to the the restroom and find some way to and they had no interest in doing that and so eventually about an hour in i was like hey do you guys actually want to do this run and turns out not really
0: not really huh.
2: so sometimes the the game that you are playing is not appropriate for your table and i think mm-hmm. that's also okay i think that's illustrative of, you know, maybe, maybe playing board games or switching systems or whatever might be, <laughs> might be better because uh, we're all here to have fun. And if, if doing a shadow run is not fun for them, then Shadow is probably not a good system.
0: So are you saying that sometimes a player left turn is a player's way of telling you either consciously or subconsciously, I don't want to play this game?
2: I think in that case, it was an entire t- table telling me <laughs> they were not interested in playing Shadowrun.
0: Do you think, though, what about the other two? What do you guys think? Do you, do you think that can be
2: true?
3: 100%. Because when people are bored, they will find their own way to make entertainment. And sometimes that means, lol, random, I want to beat up the shopkeeper.
1: Yeah, it's it is something that can happen. And... Because none of us will talk to each other like adults. We're <laughs> going to metaphorically and sometimes literally flip the table in order to entertain ourselves.
0: To entertain ourselves or to or to act out in some way. So if I put enough obstacles in front of my GM, maybe he'll give up. So let me take as many left turns as I can to ruin the game. So maybe he'll give up and I don't have to play this game anymore. That seems like a very immature way to handle the whole, I don't want to play this game. I mean... And yet. That's incredibly passive-aggressive. I'd be surprised if people actually do that at a table.
3: You need to play at more tables, then.
0: Mm. I'm selective at my tables.
2: I think the idea for for that group was more, they really liked the idea of getting together and doing something mm-hmm. over pizza. Okay. And Shadowrun kind of provided just a a way for you know dudes to get away from their wives or not have to go play you know what do whatever they normally do and hang yeah, out brother. with a different group of people so mm-hmm. i mean we had fun doing it it just became very apparent that we were not doing it for Shadowrun anymore
0: they just didn't want to do that it was just yeah. not the their kind of fun that they wanted to play can lift turns derail a game so much that it can lead to i'm sure the answer is going to be yes that it can lead to uh the game actually just being disbanded entirely you know if the group's broken apart whether online face to face or anything
3: it sounds like the one that omni just mentioned yeah. did yeah
0: exactly <laughs> well i have a feeling they still get together they just don't do that kind of gaming
2: Yeah, so I still play hockey with all of those individuals, and some of those I still podcast with um, in various different ways. One of them was Jeff, the left turn maker.
0: The JB scale. Yes. The creator of the JB scale. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of the other ones, you know, I, I don't play Shadowrun with them anymore. I still podcast with them. We still have fun doing other things, and they don't seem to really particularly mind the fact that we no longer play Shadowrun. And I love the setting of Shadowrun. I love everything about it. I'm I'm really looking forward to them coming up with a a further edition past fifth, but that's just me. Sure, sure, I'm there with you. Someday they'll do it. (laughs) Maybe at Gen Con this year. Could be. Look,
0: look, I really, really try very hard not to have that kind of negative talk about publishers and my podcast. Please. It's
2: like it's like I'm looking forward to them finally having a sequel to The Matrix that's coming up. Like, like, yeah, right. (laughs) 30 I years just, later is a good time, right? I just ignore the things I don't like, they never happen. There you go. <laughs> More like a live-action Avatar movie. Yeah. All, right,
0: all, right, all right, look, <laughs> we have a whole other episode for movies and gaming. You guys can be on and talk about that. But we're talking about player left turns. And now I want to talk about all of you as players. Not as GMs, but as players. Because I know all of you are the kind of player who lives to do a left turn.
1: I would not say I live to do it. But, wow.
4: I've
0: had you guys at my table. I've had Oz and Babs, and I know Oz. Oz did nothing. Him and his entire table threw nothing but left turns at me. Go ahead, Oz.
3: But did you ever have us both?
0: I've never had the both of you at my table. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I do now in Call of Cthulhu, but never in Shadowrun.
1: True, true. So, yeah, um... As as a player, I love left turns. I love thinking outside the box because it's just if I wanted to kick in the door, I would roll a door kicker. And in fact, I did. And I kicked the door so well, it actually ended the game. But I also try and moderate it. Like I, I read the table, I read the room, I read the GM. And if it's something that I can get away with and something that I think is going to improve the game and, and give people more engagement... I'm going to go for it because if, if we've got a job to clear out an apartment building and we've got mages and deckers and a rigger and a street Sam, and this thing is going to be going room by room. Well, that's the, that's all street Sam and everybody's going to be bored. I'm like, all right, well, what if we instead steal a garbage truck, right? Because it's already armored, and we have you know, the, the Decker get rid of all the GPS tracking, we have the river drive it into the building, and then as everybody's coming out, the mage and the street Sam can go ahead and clean up. Well, that's a great left turn. And then the unspoken thing was, there was a whole bunch of meth materials in the building, so when the garbage truck crashed in, the building exploded, and everybody had fun, but nobody had fun after that. Oops. Yeah, it was it was a big oops.
0: Bamps, have you done a player left turn? Have you have you instigated one?
3: I am hurt that you would think that I would not have done something like that.
0: I didn't want to make assumptions about you, sir. That's
3: good. Perhaps <laughs> my my favorite one was on the hub because I, I played a lot on there. Uh,
1: Lucky you. Well,
3: yeah, I guess it's one way of putting it. How's that? Um, We were hired to basically ruin this guy's financial stuff, like get his information, leak it out there, and do all that kind of thing. Um, I don't remember who he was specifically, but he had all kinds of investments and stuff. The team was myself as a social character, a mage and two deckers. And it was like, okay, um, well, he's got a hat of some financial dude right rather than going directly at his like rating eight or ten or whatever it was host with giant dice pools it's like we're just going to ignore all that we're going to find out who does this guy's financial stuff and we're going to see if we can just twist him to give us the information this is where the gm worked with us because he also thought it was a good idea and we found some guy that was cooking the books for a bunch of different places laundering money hiding funds and just that nice little not quite crime but still crime kind of way Mm -hmm. so we found a bunch of information on him we showed up at a meeting where i was like oh your pyramid scheme is wonderful let me go ahead and i wish to invest money into you i think i said i want to invest in your future or something like that and then proceeded to negotiate Here's what's going to happen. You're going to service this guy on a platter. In exchange, I have a laundry list of criminal contacts that all want to use your services and make you a giant pile of money. Which was great because it's like the GM worked with the idea. We found stuff for the players to do through looking up, finding the background information, doing that kind of stuff, working with doing magic junk, finding out where this guy was, finding out that he had a Uh, a Decker partner that he was working with that was doing stuff and they were hacking at each other while we're negotiating.
0: So do you believe that that Avenue existed and you found it and went down it? Or do you believe that you guys turned down an Avenue and as you were walking down it, the GM was paving the way?
3: Uh, The GM was 100% paving the way.
0: Okay. (laughs) I have a feeling that that wasn't there. And he was like, Oh, that's an interesting direction. Let's go that way, but he mm-hmm. was rapidly making that happen. Yeah.
4: He probably 100%. didn't
0: even think about that avenue.
3: That that happens often. Yeah. that's uh, why I try to tell people not to do all the prep that they're trying to do. Because mm. it's not gonna do anything for you.
0: And and Oz, I'm hearing you you use the player left turn as a a tool and you use it in moderation because you can see it can harm a game, but you can see it also can help a game move along. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> and, uh, I mean, as, as a player, again, this is this is reading the table, reading the GM. You know, I'll throw out some some left turns, and if the GM comes in and slams a fist on the table and says, no, we're going to go this way, then I know that I'm not going to have a great time with the game. And I am just going to cross the Ts, dot the Is, follow the path that's been laid out for me, and then get up and leave the table once the job is done because I don't want to leave everybody else there with. That and kind of
3: guy. make sure you roll play out your eggs. Yes.
0: So, babes, your GM most likely in that in that instance was experienced, correct?
3: Uh, I don't remember specifically who, but they had a fair amount of experience. Yeah.
0: So. What if you let's say you guys just start? Well, I'm going to do this left turn, but as you're doing it, like you realize that GM gets this look of utter fear or terror of, uh-oh. Like, do you, <laughs> do you pull back and you go, oh wait, 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 no, no, I'll scale it back. I'll, I'll I'll abandon it. I won't push for it. Or do you do you say, no, GM, I'm sorry, but I'm going to help you by putting you through this. You're going to develop that muscle. You're going to do it.
3: A little of both. It depends Mm. upon a great many factors in the living community, the online games, the more disposable game kind of environment. It's easy to just shrug my shoulders, accept the shutdown, cross my T's, dot my I's, get to the end of the run. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: In a more consistent online game, if I know the person and it's something that's like, hey, so we can we can work on this together, because one of the things I wanted to say is that if you never lay down tracks, your players can't make left turns. Mm-hmm. And for a game like Shadowrun, where it is about solving a puzzle and figuring things out, as opposed to something like Dungeons & Dragons, where it is more resource attribution, in Shadowrun, you can simply present the problem of the run to your players and then portray the world in a consistent and realistic fashion, for whatever that means for your table. And then when your players come at you with a left turn, it is just a turn. It is the path that they have found that was interesting and want to go down.
0: Okay, so I've noticed when I've turned this to as players and left turns, Omni got very quiet. So Omni, I for some reason I'm not. You don't strike me as the kind of player that tortures a GM.
2: So. I'm. I don't get to play Shadowrun very often. I, it's the only system I particularly care about. It's the only one I want to play, and the only time I really get to play is on this one podcast. Um, and everyone on there is kind of um, ridiculous in their own way, or by going to Gen Con and playing in the Shadowrun room. Mm-hmm. And you know, in when you're playing in missions, everything is is very different. You know, they're following a script and. The one time I did throw a left turn at the GM, I realized almost immediately that they were they were very new at running missions games and had no idea how to get us back to where we were supposed to go, and I felt I felt super bad about it. Um, basically, we were trying to uh, like derail this candidate's campaign, their political campaign thing, and so they were they were doing like this meet at a you know, a, a soup kitchen or whatever, and they were like serving soup and we wanted to make them look super bad, happened to have a corpse in our basement that we were using as a hideout. So I figured why not use some fingers from that corpse in the soup? And this poor GM just like, like I, I spent most of the rest of the session trying to help, him get us back to where we needed to be, where I felt like if I was writing this mission, like where it should be, because they were just, they couldn't believe that somebody would have, you know, cut off a few fingers. It's like, you do know that we're all criminals, right? Oh, our friend.
0: Many people forget that. So. Oh.
1: Isn't that another episode upcoming?
0: Oh, it's <laughs> an upcoming Lighthead episode. Yes. What episode I have is this? The White Hat episode. I have oh, three oh. takers so far. Uh actually four takers so far that would like to be in it. I'm hoping to get a few more because I think this is a big conversation and I'm gonna try to keep my opinions out of it. And we all know how hard that's gonna be for me. So uh,
2: whatever yeah. you can't do that.
0: I'm gonna try. I don't believe you. Eh, goals. I can grow as a person.
2: We can just edit you out and post and it'll be Exactly.
0: Fine.
4: <laughs>
2: But the the long and short of the answer to that is that, you know, um, as a player, I spend most of my time GMing. So like my whole job is to make sure that the players have a fun story and get the spotlight. And even when I play, I I still have a lot of that GM in me where I still want I want the story to progress. And I want everyone at the table to have a great time, um, including the GM, because I know how hard that job is. It's thankless. No one ever says thank you. No, whenever you know nods to you or says you did a great job. So I try to make it easy by trying to stay mostly on the path and maybe throwing uh, like not necessarily the left turn, but like a left detour where it's just a mm-hmm. different way of solving the problem. That if you follow the path from A to B, you would solve it. You know this way, and we just go a little bit out of that to make it a little funnier or more memorable. And I thought that was a good way of doing it, and apparently. Um, we were so far off base in that one that we derailed the entire game. We still had <laughs> it was entertaining. We had a great time, um, but I ended up kind of GMing that table. <laughs>
0: mm, oh no! Yeah, it's not good when it goes so far uh, to the left that it kind of impedes progress and fun. But I guess if you're a GM and you're listening to this and you're you have no idea what a player left turn is. Because your players have never done that to you. Then I'm gonna have to say that's probably a GM that railroads his table pretty hard.
2: Or just hasn't played for more than like three sessions. (laughs) Or all of his players are always doing left turns and (laughs) he doesn't know know what (laughs) it is.
0: Well, let's hope it's one of the latter two and not the first one, because that would be
2: Yeah, railroading GMs are the worst.
0: They are the worst. They are terrible. So I think the the player left turn is a good thing, but I think I'm going to agree with Oz in it's when it's used as a tool with in moderation, it can be fun. I think when it's used too much, it gets a little distracting. I think when it's used too little, the game can get a little stale.
4: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Agree, disagree.
2: It's a very succinct mm-hmm. and boring way of saying it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, then play it in a be- then say it in a better way. I'm sorry, I'm not flashy enough. Gosh, you can tell you guys are GMs.
2: <laughs> I mean, look. At the end of the day, everything comes down to if everyone is entertained, and it's hard to be entertained if you are on a monorail just going from point A to point B. So you kind of need some of those left turns and you know if the the table itself can't generate those by players doing things that were unexpected that are a little out of the norm then it's kind of incumbent on the the GM to put some of those obstacles and interesting things that's the whole job of the GM i think when a player does it it can if you if you lean into it and it doesn't ruin the table those can be super fun and it makes a GM's job in one way easier because they don't have to create obstacles for the players off the you know top of their head because the players are doing that themselves but at the same time if the ones that the players are generating are so ridiculous like all right well i mean as a gm you do have a story that you would like to tell you may not write it down you may not plan it out but you have you know you you have a NPC that you think is super cool and if this left turn means they never meet that NPC, then like you have Mm -hmm. to shoehorn them in later or not use them and I don't know. It's it's a fine line to walk,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and super fun. Love doing it.
0: Actually, that does remind me of a situation Omni where you were a GM at a table and the players took a left turn, totally derailed the game. And I believe it was even talked about amongst other GMs because this was an event on a <laughs> server I where the other GM said, "Oh my gosh, do you believe those players did that?" yeah
2: food fight for the sixth edition game that doesn't exist yes yeah so so you're supposed to like you know there's like a gang war brewing and you're in a stuffer shack and you're supposed to like figure out a way out you can like go talk to this rich person and blah 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 so all of my players decided they just wanted to go up on the roof and just like eat popcorn watching the gang war
0: i believe they also took bets they took, they chose gangers, and they uh, were going to assist those gangers in their endeavor Ugh. to win. the The community did not in, like this game. They thought, "How dare you not play the module the way it's supposed to be played? You were supposed to rescue the some. What was the module? It was some kind of. Some person was kidnapped, and they were taken in the middle of all of these gangs.
4: Yeah. And so you were
0: supposed to save them. I'm like, I'm sorry.
2: Who's it's the paying quick start to rules for them? sixth edition? Yeah. And uh, we had one person that really wanted to play it straight, and then all of the rest of
4: them <laughs>
2: were, were like all on board. And finally, the other person was like, "You know what? This is fun. I'm on board. Let's do this." So we uh, we had to call in a dragon to wipe them all out.
0: They brought in a dragon to wipe out the players.
2: Oh, that was fun. Why?
0: Because we weren't playing right. I was in this game, by the way. I was the one that instigated the left turn. Yeah, you were And <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. We it all was had a ridiculous note. premise. It was fun. The community, though, I heard about it later. The community did not appreciate our table at all its worth. <laughs> um, but to me, the module made no sense. It was, oh save this person, some politician or whatever, in the middle of a gang war even though you're not getting paid, nobody's paying you to do this, but you should just do this out of the goodness of your heart, which tells you where I fall on the white hat thing I'm a Shadowrun player, I'm I'm, I'm a criminal I'm not going to go do something nice for nothing, no so I said, I looked at my friend who's our sound editor, Grafa and I said, hey, let's come to the roof let's watch the show He's like, sure, we went up. We convinced the other players to, you're gonna, one did really want to do it. Like, he, want, he was like, no. We got the third one to jump in with us. And we said, everybody choose your gang. You can do whatever you want, but you can't outright kill anybody, but you can help your gang win. And we made, we were making bets. This was gonna be a way more fun game. The community didn't like it. They wanted us to find a way to save that person. And I didn't understand why it didn't make sense to me so i guess as a player that was my big left turn i ruined a game i think i made it better i had a blast they brought in a dragon to kill us
2: i was talking with the other gms i was like i this is i have i know you're supposed to stay with the module like they've got this stuff printed for a reason but like they clearly never thought that your players would (laughs) <laughs> uses
1: for knew. entertainment.
0: Again, the publisher doesn't think often. It was fine. Um, but That's another episode. That's another episode. But that's a left turn. That, but, but that community actually, like, I'll tell you, I heard feedback later on from that community was that table. How dare they do that to that poor GM?
2: <laughs> oh, I leaned in.
0: They felt bad for you.
2: I felt bad for me in the moment, but afterwards, so, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs>
0: I had a great time. I thought it was fun. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, but I was made to feel like I did something wrong afterward. Is that fair to players that are just trying... They think they're they're playing a game that's fun for them, and is it...
3: Do you remember earlier when we talked about people that had a misconception of ideas on how things <laughs> should be? Because that's where you were. Yeah. You
4: had yeah. a
3: misunderstanding on what the game was about and what the game was presented to you as, and then when the... Uh, what's the word? Drek hit the fan? Uh, when the curtain was pulled off, or the... What are those things they put on top of fancy plates at uh, fancy restaurants? Napkins?
1: Food?
0: No, like the chafing lids. Oh, the, the dramatic the, the little tray covers. The yeah, don't you, know, you
1: work in food? You should know this. Yeah, I do work in the food. They don't have the silver.
2: silver I don't lids. know what
0: that's called, and I'm not googling it.
2: Yeah, like so when they have got their silver <laughs> tray one there,
0: I'll have to provide. And
2: they, they got, got the fast, little like a maitre d' uniform with white gloves, pulling the the silver Mo- thing. To, Monsieur, feel like, Monsieur, reveal like a thing of pudding.
3: Yeah, um, pudding. So- so when the game was revealed from underneath that silver dome on top of that silver platter and the GM was like, ah! You smacked it out of his hands and were like, no! I want macaroni and cheese. <laughs> More cheese. <laughs> More macaroni. <laughs> Less cheese.
0: Oh.
3: More macaroni.
0: But I, I, I felt as a player, though, I, I kind of, and it kind of actually turned me off a bit to that community. I felt like I was having fun, and to my knowledge, so was everybody else. So, what did I do wrong?
1: Everything. Exactly. You stepped outside of the group think.
0: I stepped outside of the group think. I should have done the the hooding thing, but I just didn't get that. I don't know. Look,
2: it was my fault for inviting you.
0: Exactly. It is your fault. <laughs> Not now, wrong. but you know, you should know better.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think we had played before together.
0: No, we had met, we we we've known each other, we've talked, but we've never played in a game until then. Yeah. And I thought you were a great GM. I thought you were rolling with everything we did. But later on I got the impression that you were flailing and we broke oh, I was you flailing. and how I had, dare we do this and it was like No, I was flailing oh and had
2: no idea what to do, but I was having a great time and <laughs> it was so like I had asked the rest of the GMs on that server like oh my God, this is so far outside the realm of the module. What do I do here? And they came up with a bunch of ridiculous ideas and I ran with one of them that I thought would be epic and a great end to the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, having, having you know, you hear the flap of the dragon's wings showing up to, you know, hey, let's, let's put an end to this whole charade of a, a gang war. Mm-hmm. And like, apparently they meant that more as like, screw you guys, <laughs> You're all dead, and I was like, "It's yeah. a one shot. Who cares?"
0: It's a one shot. I wasn't invested. I, I I didn't even get to build my character. It was no. a poorly built one. No, your character um, wasn't
2: even rules legal.
0: <laughs> exactly. Why would it be? Um. So, <laughs> so, can I ask a question then? You were flailing. You did turn to other people behind the scenes, which is what Bamps has said at the beginning. You go to the bathroom. You get on the toilet. You whip out your phone. You start asking people in other servers, "Hey, what do I do?" Mm-hmm. But why didn't you? Stop the game and have an out of character ha, plug conversation <laughs> with them. See what you nice. did there. <laughs> why didn't you have that conversation? Like, guys, you're totally derailing uh, from what's in the module. Just so you know, I don't really have a plan for this.
2: So, in that particular case, why didn't case, you do that? In that particular case, it was because it was—I uh, don't remember how many people were in the game. Four, four. So, three of them were 100% strangers and. I kind of knew you
0: mm-hmm. um, and I'm pushy.
2: You are extremely pushy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, you are not someone that a novice GM should GM for.
0: <laughs> Aw, no. I'm very good to the new GM. No,
2: I, I would find that very hard to believe. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it's I really was, I was a little show. bit rusty. I hadn't jammed in a while. Um, it was sixth edition. I wasn't familiar with the rules. Like the, I was out of my element. I was not comfortable. Um, I realize that I don't really like strangers. Um, it's not something that that I excel at. Uh, I think we had fun. Uh, I w- I did not. I was not the good GM for that game. I think we had fun. I think we. I think I did okay. But I
0: had a blast.
2: And and that's at the end of the day. All that really matters is did everyone have fun? Like mm-hmm. were we rules legal? I don't think so. <laughs> Does it matter? But I also it- don't think so.
0: The, the characters weren't even rules legal. It's fine. I mean,
2: it's 6th edition. It's a a, a well thought out and perfectly cromulent attempt. <laughs> Argle bargle. Argo
0: bargo. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. So we've we've talked about uh, a lot of stuff with left turns. I think I personally, as a player, I love making left turns. As a GM, I don't like dealing with left turns.
1: Explains why you don't GM for me anymore.
0: <laughs> you, sir, are terrible. Um granted. And Bamps is, as well. I haven't jammed for Omni though.
2: No, because you don't play Shadowrun anymore. I Or you don't I, not as exactly I'm
0: in a game anymore. with you as a GM where I play Shadowrun.
2: Oh, that is true.
0: How do so, I not play Shadowrun anymore? You, you know why I don't GM. play Shadowrun that often? Because I can't find criminals to sit at my table, and so until I do, I'm not going to play. I but not left-turning criminals. criminals. No, they can I like I said, I don't like deal. I'll deal with it, but I don't like dealing with it. If I could get a table together of four or five people who can promise me they are dyed-in-the-wool criminals, I'll run it. But you uh, got to be willing to do it.
1: That's uh, you're you're
2: uh, okay. going
0: to do that on
1: air.
2: Yeah, let's hold you to that. I
0: I mean, Grafa can always edit that out.
2: Yeah, but I, that you might got be... got three here. You that may be the fourth, right the fourth hardened criminal. I'm sorry. In...
0: Wait, I'm sorry. The fourth hardened criminal would be Grafa. Yeah. Um,
2: All right, uh, so we got a new table.
0: BAMP's busy, Boom. Omni busy, Oz busy. Everybody's busy, you guys are... Oh, I'm not
2: that. I, I will cancel some shit for this. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> it sounds like a terribly good idea.
0: I don't want to record it or broadcast. I just want to play a good game where I have people do horrible things, and they have to figure out how to deal with the horrible things they do.
1: Does this mean I'm bringing Yanni back? Is that what this
0: <gasps> is? God, I would love Yanni.
4: That's a Yanni's story for another time out of character.
0: Yes, Yanni is Yanni is fantastic. Yeah, that is another uh, another conversation I'd love to hear about character builds and how people Build those characters, invest in them, and create them why they create them. I had somebody ask me about um, Micah on Burning Edge. You know, what was that? And it was like, eh. Micah got me through some tough spots. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Micah has never thrown a, a left turn at the table.
2: It's just a murder turn, from what I understand.
0: It wasn't even murder. It was torture. It was torture. It was just light torture.
2: Subtle torture of a poor, innocent bartender just trying to make it. Wasn't innocent. No,
0: I was tipping him big. We're getting off track. I'm not going to tell the story. No, (laughs) no, forget it. All right, play left turns. I'm not going to let you guys left turn me off of my. Oh, I got it. On focused.
3: I got a thing. You got a thing. What? Because it's relevant. Uh oh. Defining the term that was mentioned earlier of the jangly keys.
0: The jangly keys are the GM left turns. Not the player left turns. Jingle keys are GM left turns.
1: Absolutely. As long as they take them.
0: Yeah. It's where the GM jingles something to see if they can get the players to totally get distracted from the whole point.
2: Why don't the players take these? They're awesome.
0: But go ahead, uh, Bams. I'm sorry. What is it? If
3: you listened to Call of Cthulhu, you would see we took them hook, line, you and sinker.
0: Oh, my God. Like, oh, like a big bassmouth fish. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: sometimes... <laughs> GMs need to slow their roll about putting these oh, these shinies out there I for know. the players.
0: I'm a hypocrite. I'll admit it. That's good. I, I, I don't like things done to me, but I am more than happy to do them to I'm I am not a perfect person. I admit that. Freely, proudly. GM jangly keys are the GM left turns. It's the, the things that will distract a group from the whole point of why they're there at the table. Because the GM wants to see can they Distract them just enough, but when right. you overly jangle <laughs> and when the left turn the spins out of control, and it leads to the plotting of killing a child and burning a town down, that's a problem. You've I got to, you've got, got to rein it in.
4: That happened, Canon. <laughs> right? She
3: was just saying how she wants to run for criminals, and we're like, "Yo, that child is a demon monster." And this town is full of crazy cultist fish people. <sighs> the PCs morbidly.
0: aren't criminals. The PCs are government agents. How I'm many government override. agents First do you know?
2: Worst criminal out oh there. Oh, my
0: God. Anyway. All right. You guys have derailed me. We're going to wrap this up.
2: Nailed it. Nailed oh, it. Air high fives. Air, high, air high
3: fives. High there you <laughs> go. guys are the
0: best. You guys have been wonderful um uh again thank you all for being gms i've learned uh many things from all of you and if anybody listening ever gets an opportunity to have any one of these uh three people uh Bamps, omnicolor or ozor be your gm at a table even if for a one shot it is an experience and you will learn you will learn so much from them i promise you that any final thoughts guys Oh, what I've you gotten sp- you all speechless! Yeah I win. I just
2: let uh, the the more vocal people go first.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> oh well, now you got to go first. <laughs> well, so Oz finishes like all of these that I've listened to. Um, you know the one that I've listened to so far. <gasps> oh. That's fifty percent. Right? I didn't know it was released until yesterday. Cut me some slack.
3: Well, if you sub to the feed and just deleted it afterwards,
4: well, jangle, he insulted jangle, jangle. me Those earlier. Teams.
0: He insulted Look. me earlier, and now he doesn't listen to the very show he's on. I didn't
4: know the thing
0: was So, about. guess what? Omnicolor's never invited back.
4: <laughs> wow. That's well, how that, that left,
0: works.
2: That left turn was foreseeable.
0: <laughs> Any final thoughts, since it's your last episode here? <laughs>
2: So left turns are good. Do more left turns. Lean into them, uh, but don't make them so lefty that you uh, make a U-turn and go back the way you came because, uh, you know, you got to be able to still play the game. Mm. Sorry to bring it back to reality there.
0: No, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Gives me time ahead, to get a Kleenex bounce. and uh, no. cry my tears.
1: Uh, oh, I, you want to close this out this time? I want to close, close this out the... because you always close it He wants to close it, it out
0: because you always close it out.
1: Yeah. I mean I've only been on here twice. This is the third oh, that, time, so that's twice more than me. The oh, reason dude. I have
0: him on is because my coworker likes his voice, so I had to always have him back on. Oh well. Oh. Hey, I think you're like
3: top, top five on the podcast. I mean there's only six of them, so
0: <laughs> way to do math.
1: Oh man. What is okay. It? <laughs> okay. So as as Omni said, left turns are great. Do more of them. Um, in the terms of moderation. Uh, think outside the box, but when you're sitting there thinking outside the box, always keep in mind that you still have a goal that needs to be accomplished. Focus on that goal and look for ways outside of the uh, the normal toolbox in order to accomplish the goal. And you'll find that more often than not that your GM is going to be receptive to it. And if they aren't, then that's when you need to decide whether or not, what kind of game this is and whether or not you want to play in it. But if you're not one for left turns, that's cool too. Just make sure that you're all having fun and you're all still getting to, to complete that objective that's been set in front of you.
0: Thank you. Bams, final thought?
3: Final thoughts, communication is key. Don't be the person that just left turns because you're bored and you're trying to find somebody to entertain yourself. Be the adult. Be like, you know what, guys? Maybe you had a bad day and you're not feeling the game and you're just going to step away for the night. Maybe you just want to hang out, drink beer, and eat pizza and something something else could be done. Maybe you guys play video games. Maybe you hang out with different friends. Maybe you guys go to board games, but don't. Don't put your personal aspects above the game and everybody else because you are just one of probably five or six people. And as GMs be like, you got me. I, I did not see that coming. Let me go have a cigarette or have a fake poo and give yourself some time to just deep breath, think about it, and continue to move forward. Work with your players to cooperatively build a story together rather than Oh, he tricked me. I gotta trick him back or come up with a reason why this won't work. And uh, when you scheduling that game you're running. Yeah, I'm I'm in. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Let's talk uh-huh. offline. We
0: all know you guys no, are, do don't have so the time.
1: It... I'm I'm totally doing the, the hang ten call me thing right now, but you
2: can't are see you? That. Are, are, I
0: am <laughs> I'll have my people call your people.
2: There I'm you go, set perfect out to figure out a day we can all do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if somebody couldn't coordinate the, the day and time I'll run it
4: there you go oh. nailed it
0: I'm just not coordinating the day and time I will just be there to run the game <laughs> i merely but a cog
1: so my Mondays are open anyway
0: <laughs> your oh, Mondays, Mondays are open not tomorrow I can't do it tomorrow give me time to prep in the lazy man way and I got a all podcast right. tomorrow. Yeah. Ha. Huh. See? Busy people. Busy people. So
3: with all of that being said, this is an Out of Character <laughs> with Jupiter Sanders. I'm I your can host, close man. my
0: own show. <laughs>
3: I'd for like sure. to thank my guests for coming, Jupiter Sanders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've already thanked you all, and then I let you guys have final thoughts, but I'll thank you again. Thank you all for being on here. Thank you. It was a wonderful conversation, and you guys were the three people I knew that could talk about it the best. And this has been another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter Sanders, and we'll see you back again. Thank you.